This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Matt and JJ versus Benchwarmer Scott and newcomer Brandon Reese. Welcome to the bench, Brandon. Why don't you take a minute to let us know uh, where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share? Uh, well, first of all, I'd just like to th- tell you guys thanks for having me. It's a great podcast. I'm uh, from Springfield, Illinois. Uh, a very good friend with a guest on the show multiple times and fellow head coach Tim Giving. Give a shout out to my really good friend, Timmy, Timmy G. Um, I'm a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan, uh, graduate of the University of Dayton, go Flyers, and um, love everything about golf, and I just can't thank you guys enough for having me on. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, Scott, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm good. I'm nervous, as per usual, with uh, the games that you host, because I know I'm <laughs> in for a roller coaster of emotions. I have fun. I cry. I laugh a little bit. So it's, it's kind of like a senior year of high school all over again for me. <laughs> but I'm excited, though. Um, you know, Brandon's, Brandon's a, a cool guy so far. I'm happy to team with him. Any friend of Tim's is a friend of ours here at the podcast. So uh, definitely looking forward to this. And I'll throw it back over to him for our team name. So uh, Timmy G and I have kind of been discussing some, some, you know, things that we would love to do if we ever got the chance to, you know, maybe write some questions for the show. And we always talk about pre and post game and, and how we can't, are not big fans of the halftime. So we had had this idea of a pre and post game halftime idea where it would be like an athlete and then something entertainment wise or movie wise or entertainer wise so with the pre and post game theme for a halftime show or a halftime category, we went with Ernie Elsinore, eh? All right. <laughs> Team Ernie <laughs> Elsinore, eh? I assume everybody knows what Elsinore A is from. <laughs> I mean, everybody's seen Strange Brew, correct? Oh, sure, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from Minnesota. I can start knocking down the... Uh, the northern minnesota canadian accent with no problem whatsoever <laughs> so I'll, I'll try to do that as i'll try to uh, throw throw that in there as much as i possibly can today then okay can oh sure tree there down yeah yeah sure oh yeah oh yeah well yeah. oh, we can do that for sure okay what are, what are these guys saying <laughs> jj how are you doing today confused <laughs> uh, doing all right man just uh ready for a fantastic game that uh has no Hatred towards New Orleans sports or Detroit Tigers baseball. It's really hard to hate Detroit right now. They're just so bad. Yes. I threw you a bone here. There's there's no – I'm not picking on you in this game at all. Don't worry about it. We're, we're good. That's what you say now. We'll see how it ends in the fourth quarter. I might change questions on the fly just to do it. <laughs> Typical Dan fashion. How about you, Matt? Doing good. Same old, same old. Trying to sell this house, get down to Omaha. So – other than that, pretty steady. You know, got a warm day today. Here it was 75 degrees here in Jeez. Wisconsin today. Crazy for November 3rd. Our team name today, just because we decided to combine our fantasy football team names. So our name, our nickname is going to be Who's Dex Hickey Dicky. You're really going to make me say that. 
over and over and over again. You can just say Hickey Dicky if you want. It's just a fun name. So that's what I was trying to avoid saying. (laughs) All right. So I've got Ernie Elsinore (laughs) and who's Dax Hickey Dicky. Wow, this is going to be fun. Dan said he wasn't drinking, but he might after this game, <laughs> during this game. Don't you know it? Hey. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to hear uh, me give the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Today's tailgate is going to have a theme. I'm going to be giving you the names of positions, and I want you to tell me the name of the sport in which those positions play. So question number one, the libero is mostly a non-starting player and defensive specialist in which sport? We can check in. All right. Ernie Elsinore, you've checked in. Um, Hickey Dicky, go ahead and talk it out. Yeah, you typed to me right away that it's uh, volleyball, so I think you're right. Yeah, we can check in with volleyball. I know very little about volleyball, but I know my daughter is super into it, but I couldn't tell you much about the positions. So we're going to go ahead and check in with volleyball. All right, checking in with volleyball and uh, Ernie Elsinore. Tell me what you got then. I can tell you right now that a week and a half ago, I would not have gotten this question correct. Uh, Last week, my girlfriend and I went to hang out with some of her friends. One of her friends is actually a high school student. soccer coach but they got into talking about volleyball because my girlfriend the lovely patreon supporting uh girlfriend that i have um used to play volleyball in school so they started talking about how the schools around here are uh considering going double libero uh and making that a rule uh in the school districts around here and they had this long conversation about it i had no idea what libero was but i knew that they were talking about volleyball so we uh checked in with volleyball all right, both teams checking in volleyball, and both teams will be getting their 10 points. The libero tends to be the um, the player in the back row that wears the different colored jersey, usually in there as a defensive specialist. Is that all volleyball everywhere? Um, it, it really has gotten to that point now, yeah. The, the sport of volleyball has changed a lot from when I was younger and playing it. As myself as well. Question number two. Fittingly, Typically wearing uniform number eight, the number eight is a forward position player in which sport? And it is not snooker. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. We can check in. All right. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in, which means that um, Ernie Elsinore, you can talk it out. Yeah. Trying to go off of the, the you know, the way you worded the eight. Yes, exactly. And the one that the one that you mentioned, do they do they have numbers? I have no idea. <laughs> I was literally just trying to think of you know what has seven players maybe at a time where the where one that would be the eighth would kind of be like an off position. I guess rugby would probably 
probably have way way more than some players. Yeah, I I mean yes, as far as like on the team, I don't know how many are on the field. Yeah, yeah, are on the field at once. That could very well be seven. That's what made me think water polo, just because I I believe there's seven. Yeah, I I'm I am perfectly fine with with that, and that's a sport I absolutely know nothing about, along with snooker. Same here. Uh, so we'll check in with water polo. Checking in with water polo. And you know a lot about snooker. Thanks to me, you know a lot about snooker. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What did you say? First of all, that means we would actually have to pay attention to what you say, Dan. So I know nothing about I can turn. I can, hey, I can stop this podcast right now and turn it around and bring it home. <laughs> that was like the ultimate dad move right there. Well, be quiet. I'm going to turn this car around. I'm going to turn this podcast around. I'm going to give you um, all questions about uh, snooker. If you if you just keep that up, Mister so Dan, we uh, we checked in with rugby. With rugby, I am uh, going to have to ask you to be a little bit more specific on that. Okay, there's multiple forms of that rugby, right? Yeah, so there's seven on seven and rugby union. Well, if there's seven on seven, that means that it's not that. So yeah. it's probably going to be rugby union. I would assume so. So we'll check in with rugby union. Checking in with rugby union. Well, one team is getting the points. It is rugby union as opposed to rugby league, in which there is no number eight position in rugby league. Um, the uh, number eight position, basically it's the the link between the forwards and the backfield. It, they, uh, they line up behind the scrum. They uh, end up getting the ball right away and usually pushing it out to, the, uh, to the, the faster players that run around the outside. So let's move on to question number three. In which sport would you find the seven positions of goalkeeper, point, left flat, right flat, left wing, right wing, and whole set. All right, we'll go ahead and check in. All right, Ernie Elsinore has checked in. Hickey Dicky, talk it out. I don't know. I mean, those aren't positions I've ever heard of before, but I mean, I don't know. What's that uh what's that sport that they play like in the um in like Norway and Sweden where it's on a soccer pitch, but it's hockey. Yeah, I have no guess on here, buddy. Field hockey. Yeah, there you go. Let's just go with field hockey. Sure. Yeah. Do it. It's probably, I think it has 11 players, but that's fine. We'll, Dan, we will check in with field hockey. Icky Dicky checks in with field hockey. Ernie Elsinore, eh? What did you say? Well, uh, not real super confident on it, um, but we went ahead and checked in with cricket. Well, one team would have gotten points if they would have stuck with their answer from the last time. The answer to this one is water polo. <laughs> the seven oh, positions geez. of water polo. Wow. I knew it would come up. I just thought it would be earlier. It's never too late for water polo. When you said, I know there's seven positions in water polo, I thought, oh, well, great. Here goes my third question. But uh, <laughs> all right. Well, after the tailgate, we have a score of who's Dax Hickey Dicky with 20 and Ernie Elsinore with 10. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. 
There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one in Sporting Haikus. A team co-captain with Rapinoe and Lloyd, Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, I believe that's it. I couldn't, I couldn't grab her name. Yep, I think so. All right, we're checked in. All right, Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. Hickey Dicky, can talk it out. It's going to have to be Alex Morgan. There's no way that she's not a captain. I don't know what the Tottenham Hotspur reference is, though. I'm pretty sure she. there's women Hotspurs. Oh, well, then let's go with that then. Sure. All right, we'll check in with Alex Morgan. Checking in with Alex Morgan. Ernie Elsinore, what did you say? Uh, yeah, same exact thing. I had to imagine that. She had to be a captain along with those two, so we also checked in with Alex Morgan. All right, both teams checking in with Alex Morgan, and both teams will be getting their points. Um, Alex Morgan is playing with the women's division of Tottenham Hotspur. Moving on to question number two. Five-time medalist, 2008 Olympics, all-around gymnast. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. I was just going to type that to you there. Go ahead. We can check in. All right, Hickey Dicky has checked in. Ernie Elsinore, eh? you can talk it out. Was she the one that was getting ready to do the floor exercise or whatever that had the meme about her forever with the scowl on her face? Oh, that's uh, Michaela Maroney, unimpressed, but that's 2012. Is that 12? Okay. She was with Gabby Douglas. She was on that team. Okay. Um, 2008. Tell me, do you know a gymnast from the 08 Olympics? No. Was not paying attention. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Could it possibly be Sean Johnson? Yeah. I don't see why not. That the timeline, the timeline sounds about right. I mean, I don't have anything better. I, I, I like it. Let's do it. Check it in. All right. Check in with Sean Johnson. Checking in Sean Johnson. And um, who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What did you say? We, uh, Said Simone Biles. Checking in Simone Biles. Well, neither team getting points this time. Um, Sean Johnson, I believe, was a teammate of hers. But we were looking for Nastia Lukin. I didn't think. I thought she was prior to that. She was 04 and 08. 08 was her uh, all-around year. Nastia Lukin. Yeah, she was, she was very big. Come on. Do it. Do it, Brandon. Do it. Do the bomb back line. Give him five bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Who? All right, let's move on to the next one. Class of 95, college player of the year, New York Liberty. Yes, we can check that in. We can check in. All right, Ernie Elsnor, eh, has checked in. Hickey Dicky, talk it out. It's got to be one of those uh, um, Connecticut gals. 95 is too early for uh, Tarazi, right? Um, New York Liberty, I remember they had that one gal from Connecticut that was super tall, but I don't know her name. 
Do you know any WNBA players from ninety five the late nineties? All I got is Lisa Leslie, and that's it. Oh, let's go with that one. That's that's as good as I'll do. Check in with Lisa Leslie. Checking in with Lisa Leslie and Ernie Elson or A. What did you say? We uh we we both seem to know this one. We both seem to know this one pretty early. Um, you know, thank you, Dan, for throwing me a bone with a, a WNBA question i always enjoy one of those um it's funny as soon as you said class of 95 in my head i was like oh, 95 nba i was like is this a joe smith question and then thankfully it, it, it wasn't uh but yeah brandon typed over rebecca lobo to me and right away i was like that's that's got to be the answer so we checked in with rebecca lobo checked in with rebecca lobo and rebecca lobo is the correct answer and she's also the really tall girl from connecticut that you were trying to figure out Matt. there's only one of those so <laughs> oh no there were more than one but she's the one that he was trying to figure out yeah in case you hadn't uh, figured it out yet all of our um round one haikus are women in sports oh eric would hate this <laughs> oh man what a dig it eric <laughs> i mean wasn't that the episode title that was we just put out an episode called eric hates women <laughs> question number four 72 wins, 10 major championships, born outside Stockholm. We can check in. All right, Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. Hickey Dicky, you can talk it out. That's got to be Annika Sorenstam, right? She's Swedish, yeah, sure. Don't you know, yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in with Annika Sorenstam. Checking in Annika Sorenstam and Ernie Elsinore A, what did you say? We also checked in with uh, Miss Annika Sorenstan. Uh, Miss Annika Sorenstan is the correct answer. Very good points all around. And finally, let's move on to question number five. Gold medal at 16. Commentates with Johnny Weir. First triple loop jump. I think we can check that in, Brent. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, go ahead and Roger on that one. I like it. Yep, we're checked in. All right. Ernie Elsinore is checked in. Hickey Dicky, you can talk it out again. Female ice skater. Um, I can't remember. She, I think she's American, but she has a Russian-sounding name. Um, Lipinski. Tara Lipinski? No, not Tara. Is it Tara? Tara Lipinski? Check in with the last name. Okay, we're going to go ahead and check in with Lipinski. Checking in with Lipinski. Ernie Elsinore, eh? What did you say? I really like this category. I think we need to talk about more women on the show i think we need to have more women on the show i've been a big advocate of that since day one it's only because you know your girlfriend listens she does not listen actually <laughs> she's never listened to a single second of this podcast but i i i did just text her about the libero question so i know she'll be listening to this one um yeah it's it's tara lipinski and points all around for everyone on that one it is tara lipinski heading into the second quarter we have a score of Ernie Elsinore A has 90 and Who's Dax Hickey Dicky has 80. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. 
If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one in The Missing Link. Sam Sneed finished his career with 82 PGA wins. One other golfer is tied with Sneed for the all-time win lead. Who is this golfer? We can check in. All right, Ernie Elsinore has checked in. Hickey Dicky, talk it out. You think it's Tiger? I know he's up there. For like overall wins for uh, for all tournaments, right? I mean, uh, they played more PGA events back in the 40s, you know, 50s, 60s, because, you know, that's how guys made their livings, mm-hmm. made a living. And a lot of the guys around that about within the past 30 years primarily just play warm-up rounds to get to the majors and they make their big money in the majors so they don't play a lot of smaller events, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would be Tiger, but unless you unless you know that, what do you got on that for Thunder? Um, not much. It fits the theme that I'm thinking. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> I, uh, I hacked Dan's me, computer. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> I feel like that's all we all we ever say with the missing link is it, it fits, fits the, the theme, theme, so let's go with it. <laughs> uh, so the other names I threw out to you were Ben Hogan and Jack Nicholas. Uh, Jack Nicholas, I know, has the you know all-time majors championships. I think with eighteen or something like that. But I don't know. So what do you want to do? You tell me what you think. How strong are you on? Either Ben Hogan or Jack Nicholas. I'm not strong on either one of them. If I had to pick between the two of them, I would say Ben Hogan. But I don't know that. I don't know. I'm just that's just me spitballing. If you do you think it's Tiger? Do you have Thunder behind that? Or you I just know that he's won a lot. Yeah. No. Uh, recency biased, I would assume. Um, I mean, it might be. I mean, Tiger beat you know a whole bunch of records or tied a whole bunch of records. Look at that. I know that this is a audio, you know, not a visual component, but right now Scott is putting on one heck of a show. I'm very impressed. He's hulking out is what he's doing. What is that about? How much thunder? You you mentioned old because old Kogan. Yeah. 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 Maybe he's just trying to throw us off. Well, no, I just every time I hear Hogan, I automatically Mm. Uh same theory. Yeah, man. I I, I've never heard of Ben Hogan. Uh, I know that you've never uh, heard of Ben Hogan. You've never heard of Ben Hogan. No. You've never heard of Ben Hogan? You've never heard of Guys. Ben Hogan? <laughs> Who the heck is Ben Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> Did we come across a title? <laughs> never Can we do ben that Hogan again, but in a four-part harmony this time? <laughs> like boys to men. Dan, you, you want to take the bass? never heard of Ben Hogan. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I want to hear Dan's voice. Like, <laughs> oh, you want, you, want, you want Dan to be Sean Stockman. All right, I'll take the bass line. That's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, if you think it's... You ben have never <laughs> heard Ben Hogan. You know you don't know. Doing 90 you. slow jams here. I love it. Keep going. All right. Do you want to do Ben Hogan? It's fine. All right. We'll check in with Ben Hogan. All right. Finally checked in with Ben Hogan. Ernie Elsinore, what did you say? Well, with his 82nd PGA Tour win at the 2019 Zozo Championship, it is Tiger Woods. One team will be getting their points, and I will not have any more flavor text because it is 
Tiger Woods, who uh, will most likely, when uh, golf gets back going again, break the record for most PGA wins with 82. A um, couple more notables. Uh, ben Hogan has 64 wins. Jack Nicholas has 73. And Ben Hogan was a golfer. JJ. Wait, what? <laughs> Not a wrestler. <laughs> so our theme-linked answer so far is Tiger Woods. That could be anything. Question number two. Just some of the accolades that this player received were the 1989 and 1992 home run crowns, a five-time All-Star, and a World Series championship in 1995. Brittany, you like that name I threw out there? I like it. All right, we're going to check it in. All right, Ernie Elsinore A has checked it in. Hickey Dicky can talk it out. My initial thought from 1989 home run king or leader, or whatever he said, was Kevin Mitchell because that was his that was his first huge year with home runs. I don't know what I'm <clears throat> totally spacing on 95 and who won the World Series that year. Pretty sure the Braves um, won that year. Yeah. Because the Marlins, be, yes. Marlins beat the beat Cleveland in '97, Yankees beat the somebody in '96, the Padres, right? And then I think the Braves won it the year before. I forget who they played. I'm pretty sure. I think they beat the the Indians. They beat Cleveland in '95. I think so. Did Kevin Mitchell play on the Braves in 1995? Look, I just jumped on the Braves bandwagon, man. I haven't been able to. <laughs> To suss it out that long. <laughs> I mean, 1989, I know that Kevin Mitchell had a lot of home runs. So I'm pretty sure he would have, he might have, but I don't. Wait, who's Kevin Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> He's a second cousin to Ben Hogan. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, let's do it. He was, a, he was his caddy. Yeah, that's, as, that's as good as I got. He's a caddy. <laughs> but, and then what was the other year? Was 89 and 92 was 92. the other home run year, right? Yeah. And he that would have been about the times that he was big in that late 80s, early 90s frame. So, And he might have just been a bit player on the Braves in 95. So, yeah, Dan, we're going to go ahead and check in with Kevin Mitchell. Checking in with Kevin Mitchell and Ernie Elsinore A. What did you say? Yeah, trying to trying to figure out who fit that criteria. I couldn't remember if he was on the Braves or not by 95, but he definitely won some home run crowns with Toronto earlier. Uh, so we went with uh, Fred McGriff. Checking in Fred McGriff. Well, one team is getting points. The answer is Fred McGriff. Kevin Mitchell actually never did play for the Braves. I don't think he ever won a World Series either. As long as we're breaking news, as long as we're breaking news, uh, not very many people know who this person is, but I just want to put it out there because uh, he is my uh, brother-in-law. My brother-in-law just won a seat on the Hennepin County uh, Board of Commissioners. Oh, sweet. Congratulations to your brother-in-law. Congratulations, Chris. You're more successful than Dan. Wow. Oh, he, he, he had that, he had that wrapped up a long time ago. So our theme length answers so far are Tiger Woods and Fred McGriff. Question number three, when former NFL star safety, Pat Tillman was killed in duty in Afghanistan, 
Which former Sun Devil and Cardinal teammate grew out his hair and beard for his entire season with the Broncos in honor of Tillman, as well as delivered the eulogy at his funeral? Yeah, Brandon, that's it. Yep. Okay, we'll go ahead and check in. Ernie Elsinore A has checked in and Hickey Dicky, talk it out. Got anything? Cardinals teammate in early 2000s. Yeah, so that I think I think that Tillman passed away like around 04ish. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to know the name, but I have at this point I have I have no clue. Sun Devil Football player from 2000-ish, 2001, 98, 99, 2000, 2001-ish. Yeah. yeah. Long hair. I have no clue here. I have absolutely no idea. Lucky, Lucky Johnson, Lucky Smith, Lucky Tillman, Lucky, I don't know. What feels lucky to you? Lucky... Lucky Tillman doesn't fit our theme. Um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, we yeah. don't have. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, we do. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we already have the theme submitted. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we already submitted it. Uh, yeah, you had it at Ben Hogan <laughs> before question one. Actually, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, bud. I have no. I have nothing. So, think of, uh, pick a number one or two. Number two, Lucky Smith. We'll check in. With, uh, Checking in with Lucky Mr. Smith. Smith. Yep. With Mr. Smith. Like Got Lucky it. Mr. Smith. All right. And Ernie Elsinore A, what did you say? Well, um, uh, got this one pretty quick. Sent it over to uh, Scott. Um, sent him Jake Plummer, and he was uh, pretty happy with that. And uh, not only did he grow it out then, but I'm pretty sure he's still growing it out now, like in the backwoods of Montana or wherever he lives off of the grid. One team is getting points on this one. It was Jake Plummer. And our theme-linked answers so far are Tiger Woods, Fred McGriff, and Jake Plummer. Matt, this one's just for you. Question number four. Harry Stoldrer, Don Miller, Jim Crowley, and Elmer Layden were collectively known by this nickname when they were coached by Newt Rockney during the 1924 college football season. Who? 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 And who? I know Newt Rockney. Yep. We can check in. Surprising no one whose Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in. So Ernie Elsmore A, you can talk it out. Yeah, just what you sent me. It has to be something like that, you know. But I mean, we have to we have to keep it. Yeah, with some the, some sort of defensive line, you know, some sort of purple people eaters type type oh. nickname. From I don't know if it's a playoff of, you know, Fighting Irish. Is it you know, the Hunchback? Yes. Or, you know, like um, I can't I I can't think of something like that in in regards to that era and to be honest with you I can't even tell you what era that was. <laughs> 1924 uh, is all I got. Okay, well, okay, that okay, there we go. Um I don't know. Throw something out there and I'm good yeah, with whatever I mean, you throw out there. I'm, uh, yeah, we're going to go with the uh 
they were called the galloping giraffes. I love it. Check in with. All right. Checking in with the galloping giraffes. Hickey Dicky. What did you come up with? Well, that's surprisingly close there, buddy. They actually are pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> These are the uh, four, four horsemen of the apocalypse. And uh, uh, so, yeah, so the four horsemen. I have heard that name, but I would have never gotten there. Yeah, that's that, that's that's Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. J.J. Dillon. Yeah, like uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, Arn, Arn and Ole Anderson, wasn't it? Arn and Ole? Yeah, yeah J.J. was the, wrecking the manager. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. I thought you um, were gonna. I thought you were gonna start naming. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna say it because maybe it'll be the next one. So I'll shut up. Anyway, one team is getting points. That um, those four were the four horsemen of Notre Dame. So our theme-linked answers so far are Tiger Woods, Fred McGriff, Jake Plummer, the four horsemen of Notre Dame. Going into question number five. When the World League of American Football, the precursor of NFL Europe, kicked off in 1991, there were three teams in its European division. They were the Frankfurt Galaxy, the London Monarchs, and this Spanish team that the Monarchs defeated in the inaugural World Bowl. I'm good checking that in if you are, Brandon. You good with that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and check in. All right, Ernie Elsinore eh, has checked in. Hickey Dicky, feel free to talk this one out. I'm pretty sure it's the Barcelona Dragons. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, I think Madrid might have had a team also, but I don't know the name of Madrid. I do know the Barcelona Dragons. And I remember World League American Football being excited about that as a, you know, when it came on. So as an adult, because you're old. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's Andrew Luck's dad, right? Didn't he run didn't he head that up? <laughs> the Rock. I think it's the Rock. Like that. Close enough. We're gonna check in with the Barcelona Dragons. Right, checking in with the Barcelona Dragons. Ernie Elsinore, hey, what did you say? Go ahead and take this one, Scott. Yeah, I mean, we don't have too much thunder on it, especially after what Matt just gave, but uh, we were just trying to think of a name that would fit our theme that, you know, would have some sort of maybe Spanish appeal to it. Uh, so we checked in with the Matadors. Checking in with the Matadors. Well, one team is getting points. The name of that team was the Barcelona Dragons. All right. Our theme answers are Tiger Woods, Fred McGriff, Jake Plummer, the Four Horsemen of Notre Dame, and the Barcelona Dragons. Now is your last chance to put in a theme guess, or if you'd like to change your theme guess, now would be the time to do that. So they're checked in with their theme? They are checked in, yep. So we can talk there, JJ? You can talk it out. Yeah. Well, what so did you send him? I sent him uh, just... Aunt, um, what did I say? Players with nicknames. And I asked if I needed to be more specific. He said no. But now I'm thinking it might be like animal nicknames because tiger, dog, snake, uh, horseman, or horse. I don't know. And then, but then personal with dragons. That's just the name of the team. But he said he didn't need to be more specific. Should we just go with that? Yeah. 
Let's just do animal nicknames. Okay. We're going to go with animal nicknames. Well, the theme here, um, you, what you, to get the theme, you really need to ask yourself why I included the dragons. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because tiger, dog as in crime dog, snake, horse, and dragon are all Chinese New Year Chinese zodiac zodiac signs. Mm. Wow. So we're not accepting wow. animal nicknames. No, <laughs> we are not accepting animal correct. nicknames. No, we are not. Wow. So is that what you guys guessed also? Animal nicknames? Yes, I had a guess of animal nicknames for both. All right, heading into halftime, we have a score of Ernie Elsinore A has 150, and who's Dax Hickey Dicky is at 120. It is now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one in halftime show. In a 1991 episode of Saturday Night Live, Michael Jordan portrayed the man who broke the color barrier for the Harlem Globetrotters. What was this character's name? Yeah, that's it, Matt. Yeah. Was that it? Yep. 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 I was going to talk it out, but I. Nope. You got it. Okay. We're going to check in. All right. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky is checked in. Ernie Elsinore, eh? You can talk it out. This is the worst time to have a brain fart. I, I, so, so I don't think it's, it's the first one you mentioned. I think it is the second one. And I, I, I'm having the hardest time getting there. I know. Me too. Like, we pretty much agree it's curly something. Yes. And I, I can't. I know. I'm trying to think. My mom used to talk to me about the gold drive. I think it was her way of trying to bond with me when I was a kid because she knew I was into sports but didn't know any real sports. So she'd always talk to me about Metal Arc Lemon and some of the other and, big gold drive. I mean, I guess, that, I, I guess that's going to have to be our default, but I don't want to give up yet because Curly is right there. I know that's one of the players, and I remember him, I believe, being you know of African-American descent. Do you want to go with the default, the first thing you said? And I, so I don't do know. Go, do we go just go with Curly? So Curl- we say Curly, it's on the podcast. Then Dan says, be more specific. Then we say, oh, we don't know. But then at least we said Curly. Okay, we can we can do that and go like Curly Washington or something, or Curly Campbell or whatever you want to do there. Right. So we're, we're going to check in with Curly. Checking in with Curly. And um, you're trying to think of Curly Neal is what you're trying mm. to think of. But, uh, Yes, that is Apparently correct. That's wrong. Yeah. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What did you say? <laughs> I think you guys were trying to think of a real person's name. This was a character. He was playing a. It was a anyway, but the uh, the name that I came up with uh, that I pulled was a Sweet River Baines. Oh, that's right. One team getting points. Yeah, darn it. The uh, the first black globetrotter was Sweet River Baines. <laughs> not Harold Baines, brother? <clears throat> not Harold Baines. Sweet River Baines. Third cousin. Calvin Baines. That's his that's his <laughs> uncle. Right. Question number two. The Masked Singer season three featured three athletes. The elephant was an X Games gold medalist. The white tiger was an NFL star. And the rhino was a baseball player. I need you to name me two 
of those three athletes. Brandon, we can check in. I know. All yep. Three. I, yep. I got you. I got, I, I know the, I, I know two of the three for sure. Yep. We're checked in. Ernie Elsinore a has checked in. So who's Dax hickey dicky. You can talk it out. I ain't pulling any of these. I can tell you that oh. much. Have you watched this show? I've, I've only watched it. The like, uh, last Wednesday, it was on at the bowling alley, and I saw it with no sound. Do not spoil this. I was this messaging. What? I'm sorry. I just haven't watched that one yet. Don't spoil anything, please. You're a I full wasn't. week behind? I, I Admittedly, I am. It's, it's been a busy week. And I was messaging Dan as it was going on just because I had to guess off of one little tiny hint about the lips. Other than that, I had nothing. I have never seen the show other than that. All right, Matt. So back to the answer here. White Tiger, Rob Gronkowski. I like um, it. Yeah, I know that. X Game medalist, Tony Hawk. And I like it. I think, what was the other one? A rhino? You only need two. A rhino was a Major League Baseball player. Barry Zito. There Check you go. It Nailed it right there. Do you know those or are you just? Yeah, well, okay. So I, I watched uh, the first two seasons and got bored of it. And then my wife kept watching the third season. And so every time, like, somebody she thought I knew got revealed, she's like, can you guess who this is? And I would like go through the clues and I was like, no, but then I found out that, yeah, I figured out the white, the white tiger, Rob Gronkowski was pretty easy. Wow. You but the rest of America. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Everyone knew who the white tiger was the second he opened his mouth. <laughs> yep. And those ridiculous dance moves. All right. So to make it official, you checked in with. Tony Hawk and Rob Gronkowski. Tony Hawk and Rob Gronkowski. And um, Ernie Elson or A, what did you say? Uh, Dan, I believe you and I are in the minority when it comes to uh, bench formers who enjoy the mass Singer. I think it's just the two of us, although it sounds like JJ's a, now a closet fan. Only the athletes. Um, season three was a good, I felt like it was easier to guess season three. I knew Jesse McCartney and Bow Wow from the very first episode, and that should have been the, the finale. They, they should have been the final two. Uh, but we uh, also checked in. It's the same three. Um, any combination of Tony Hawk, Rob Gronkowski, and Barry Zito. Well, points all around on this one. The answers were, um, just like uh, JJ said, Tony Hawk, Rob Gronkowski, and Barry Zito. Question number three. In the 2010 film The Fighter, Christian Bale plays real-life boxer Dickie Eklund, a washed-up fighter whose biggest accomplishment was knocking down which former multi-weight class champion – who also had a cameo in the film. We can check in. All right. Hickey Dicky has checked in. Ernie Elsinore, eh? Talk it out. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, I, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, the only thing I know about that movie is from uh, uh, like maybe a halftime question, like maybe a month ago or something like that, where there was uh, something about it in a, uh, an Academy Award winner for Best Actor, and then there was another one in that movie as well, and that's the only yep. thing I know about that movie. That that would be uh, our good buddy Davo there in his impressive halftime round talking about Melissa mm -hmm. Leo winning. Oh yes, Melissa Oscar. Leo, that was her name. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just, you're talking about Kells, not. Dave. I'm sorry, I am talking yeah. about Kells. Wow, I'm sorry, uh, Kells and Davo, you're welcome for making you seem smarter than you actually are. If you listen to this. This is Dan breaking in. I just want to point out that Scott is talking about Davo and Kells from the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. If you've never listened to them, go check them out. They have some really good trivia on that show, and I really enjoy it. Back to the show. Uh, but yeah, that uh, 
Good point. I'm good with whatever you want to go with, Scott. Just thinking the older boxer, right? I mean, you know, it's it's the three we have there. You you pick whatever you pick whatever you want. The the only part that's getting me is they made a cameo in the film, so they got to be pretty up there. I mean, I you know I don't really know what any what many you know older boxers are really doing now to make cameos. Right? I, I have no idea about the film. It couldn't be like a Sugar Ray Leonard or anything like that. I don't know. I, I yeah, I think it's too too early for him. Okay, okay. Um, what uh, the the uh, out of those three that we had, which who's who's alive? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, I like Jack Dempsey of the three, probably. That, that we I check in with it, brother. I'm fine All with right. that. We're we're gonna check in with Jack Dempsey. Checking in, Jack Dempsey, and who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What did you say? Yeah, I'm. I like that movie. I saw that a couple times. That was like a 2010 ish or 2009 or what? Is that about the year? In the 2010 yeah. film, The Fighter. <clears throat> so I have this gap of movies, like from when my kids were born in 08 until about 2011, where I didn't watch anything else but like you know Nintendo or not Nintendo, Nickelodeon or whatever you know kids show they were watching. So I went back years later and like downloaded as many movies as from that time frame and one of them was the fighter and i remember sugar ray leonard being in that movie one team is getting their points the fighter that he knocked down and just couldn't uh, couldn't get past it was sugar ray leonard all right question number four how good are you with your really bad reality television which former running back and afc offensive player of the year for the 1989-1990 season competed on the short-lived reality show pirate master which featured wannabe pirates in a high seas adventure in search of hidden treasure yeah scott i like that yeah I, we are checked in <clears throat> all right Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What do you have to say? I sent over to JJ that that's about the time frame that Christian Okoye was going crazy. So that's the name that I had. Do you have a better idea? Yeah, uh, Christian Okoye. The Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye. We'll check in. All right, checking in with Christian Okoye. Ernie Elsinore A, what did you say? Seems like someone that might want to become a pirate. So we also checked in with Christian Okoye. Well, both teams are getting points. It was Christian Okoye. Um, and spoiler alert, he was let go very early in the show because uh, no one wanted to deal with him. <laughs> he walked the plank pretty early, huh? Yes, he did. Am I drawing a blank here? Where did he go to college? Um, Azusa Pacific. Okay. Everybody knows that. Someone, someone fact check that for me, but I think that's right. Matt's got it. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. Christian Okoye went to Azusa Pacific. Wow, I would. I never know that. I never know, know that was a thing. well done. Well done, Dan. I won't know that in about five yeah, years. Seriously. So. I'm and where in the it. hell is Azusa Pacific? Like it's, Oregon, it's, um, Washington? It's, it's L No, it's it's L.A. area. Oh, okay, okay. All right, question number five. Which former Los Angeles Ram and 14-time Pro Bowler went on to have an acting career after his time in the NFL with his biggest role being Jonathan Garvey on Little House on the Prairie? 
We can check in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in. Um, Ernie Elson Ray, talk it out. Did he play football? I mean, you're the, the Deacon Jones is had to have been more to more Pro Bowls than any Ram ever. I, I, right, fourteen Pro Bowls is. I mean, that's you know a that's an, that's crazy. And I, I mean, I I know he was in the show. I, that has to be right. I think we. I think that's solid. Right, because Michael Landon didn't play football, right? I he I mean he made a play for, you know the I I don't think he played football. I don't, I don't know. Fourteen Pro Bowls. I don't, I'm pretty sure football. he didn't make pro fourteen Pro Bowls. He might have played some pro football in his day. I don't know. He did pretty big guy for the time, but yeah, I think I I like I like that. Go ahead and check that in. All right, we we uh we'll check in with Deacon Jones. Checking in, Deacon Jones, Hickey Dicky. What did you say? I'm going to get his first name wrong, so I'm just going to say his last name. His last name is Olson, but I can't remember if his name is Merle or Merlin or Merrill, but something Olson. So, yeah, Olson, I'm checking in with. Oh, no, my oh, gosh. Oh. oh, Scott, we blew it. All right, checking in Olson. One team is getting their points. The correct answer is Merlin Olson. That is that oh my gosh that's brandon brandon we should have known that uh halftime was gonna be our uh oh yeah well i i knew halftime was gonna be just brutal for me that's why i prefaced this whole episode with my my tribute to timmy g and if he ever gets to write an episode i want to help him write it and make it be pre and post game with with uh an entertainer and an athlete yeah yeah absolutely all right. Well, heading into the second half, we have a score of Ernie Elsinore A has 190, and Who's Dax Hickey Dicky is at 220. Still a close game. Heading into the second half, we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be a new category that we call Fill in the Gaps. Fill the gaps. This quarter will consist of three questions with up to five pieces of missing information. The teams will attempt to fill in each piece of missing information. Each answer is worth 10 points. Fill in the gaps. Question number one. A game-winning home run hit in the deciding game of the 1951 National League playoff has since become known as the shot heard round the world. I want you to tell me, A, who hit this home run? B, which team won the game and the series? C, which team was the losing team? D, which stadium hosted the game? And E, what was the final score of the game? Hold on. Is, is your uh, score there correct, that one? I'm... Um, 
So that was the first thing that came to my brain. Yeah, I think it's because, either mine or yours. It's it's because I can hear the radio. Okay, okay. I can I, hear the radio, and that's enough for me, man. I can hear it. I can hear it. All right, that's enough for me. So why don't we? How what what what's your what's your percentage on that though? Um, it's been a while since I've I've checked in on this. I when I was a kid, the um the library had a whole book on this specific game. I could even tell you the pitcher, which I was hoping Dan asked for, but he absolutely yes, yes, yes. Um, I so I can even name the pitcher that that threw it. Well, so if you're confident about the pitcher, I'm not confident. I'm confident about the pitcher, but that's not one of the the answers. I the other first four are definitely correct, right? We both agree. Well, I, no, no, no. I, I, I. I'm gonna hate it. It, it. I'm gonna hate it if I do this. And, and but I think I know. But there's been twice now where you've given an answer and we didn't go with it. Rugby and Sugar Ray Leonard, and then it was right. So let's ride this wave and go with yours. I think. Okay. All right. Hey. Hey. As long as hey. All right. Let's do it. Let's do yep. it. We are checking. Check it. All right. Ernie Elsinore has checked in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky? Feel free to talk this one out. Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk it out. We were doing it while they were talking. That's fine. Uh, Bobby Thompson, Giants, Dodgers, Polo Grounds, five to four. All right. Checking check that in. in. All right. Because Matt was there. I was there. It was great. The Giants win the pennant. 23 times he said the Giants win the pennant. Uh, Ernie Elsinore, eh? What did you say? So, I, as you were reading it, I typed out to Brandon, Bobby Thompson, Giants, Dodgers, Polo Grounds, five to four, question mark. Uh, and then uh, Brandon th- thought that it was four to three. Um, so we ended up going with uh, the answer of four to three. I can tell you that uh, Ralph Branca th- threw the pitch also. Yep. Well, the answers are Bobby Thompson hit the home run for the New York Giants against the Brooklyn Dodgers. It was at the Polo Grounds. You got that one, Matt. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I originally I said Ebbets sure. Field, but I then thought- I remember because there was a whole bunch of cheating scandals going on. So, yeah. Sorry. And the final score of the game was 5-4. to four. <laughs> My bad, Scott. My bad. My bad. Hey, that's fine. I, I just hear 4-3 I hear to three in it, my it, brain. It, and it I- makes up for, you know, like I said, Sugar Ray Leonard and in rugby there so we we both had ours question number two a game tying touchdown in the nfc championship game has since become known as the catch i would like to know a who made the catch b which team was on the losing end of this catch c in which year did the catch take place d which team did the winning team go on to meet in the Super Bowl? And E, who kicked the game-winning extra point in this game? Okay, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and check it. All right, Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. Seems like I've been saying this a lot lately, but hickey dicky, feel free to talk it out. Yeah, we got the first three. We don't know, or the first four, I should say, right? Yeah. I have no idea who the 49ers kicker was. Have any idea? I'm trying to go through Dan's list of uh, kickers. So at first he started with – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just name if you them have all that off. list memorized, I'm going to be very impressed. Gina. <laughs> I've got that list written down on this notebook here. I'm, we can go back and look, so. I have no idea who their kicker was in the 80s. 
No. Uh, so we got Dwight kids. Clark mm-hmm. caught against the Cowboys in the nineteen. The season was nineteen eighty one, but the NFC Championship game was in nineteen eighty two. So the mm-hmm. year that he caught it was in nineteen eighty two. They went on to play and beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and the kicker was Jan Stenerud. I don't know. No, he didn't play for the Forty Nine ers. You really like that guy. I do. Jan Stenerud was a high quality person. It was actually Clark who kicked the field goal because the <laughs> kicker was hurt. Plot twist. Oh, you're just making that up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Even more of a plot twist, it was Dallas Clark that did it. (laughs) (laughs) Against the Dallas Cowboys, nonetheless. (laughs) Oh, you just want to go with the four? And then you want to guess uh, Grammatica Senior? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll go with uh, Dwight Clark, the Dallas Cowboys, 1982, Cincinnati Bengals, and Jimmy Kickfoot. For that. For debt. Jimmy Kickfoot yeah. for debt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You check those answers in. Um, Ernie Elsinore, A, what did you say? All you, Brandon. So uh, I, I knew the first four pretty quick, and I don't know if I have I, I don't know if I have the fifth, but I think if they would have thought about it more, they may have backed into it. But uh, Dallas Clark, or, or uh, I'm sorry. Player was first, correct? Player team, yes. Dallas yes. Clark, Dallas Cowboys, uh, 1982, yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. Or do I have that backwards? We, we actually checked in with Dwight Clark, not Dallas Clark. Dan took you off with that. Or not yeah, Dallas I, I, Clark. Sorry, Dwight I Clark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We knew yes. what you meant, wa- but uh, nope, that would have been awesome if you would have got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Clark, Dallas Cowboys, 1982, Cincinnati Bengals. And I think... Was that kicker Jan Stenerud on that team? Well, both teams are going to be getting 40 points on this. Okay. Um, it was Dwight Clark. It was the Dallas Cowboys. It was 1982. It was the Ken Anderson-led oh my gosh. Cincinnati Bengals. God, I had it. And the kicker was Ray Wershing. Oh, uh, no, I didn't have it. I, okay, so then I didn't have it. Okay. They, they, said, they said Jan Stenerud, and I thought he had a time with, with, that, with that franchise. I think Jan only played for the three franchises, the Chiefs, the Packers, and Vikings. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think he ended his career with the Vikings, right? We've talked about this before, yeah, because he wanted to go to the, the Dome. Three? Is that Okay. 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 Moving on to question number three. An ultimately deciding goal during soccer's World Cup has since become known as the hand of God. I want to know, A, who scored the goal? B, for which team did this player play? C, which team was this goal against? D, which year did this goal take place? And E, another iconic goal was scored in the same game. What was the name given to that goal? This is all you, brother. Um, That's not good, then. Matt, that's not the right one, man. Hmm? No. What? Okay, well, then you tell me where I'm wrong. Then I'm totally lost. I'm thinking of the the wrong game, right? Yeah. Okay, then this is all you, bud. Matt, none of those ring a bell for you? I have no clue anything about this. Yeah, we can check in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in? Ernie Elsinore A, you can talk it out. 
Scott, you got anything? I only have what you told me, which was that it was Diego Maradona, because I thought he was talking about the Brandy Chastain goal. So I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Brandy Chastain, sports bra. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything else. I just I feel like we. I, I don't know. Just I mean, throw Mia Hamm in there, Brandy Chastain. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah no, I mean, man. I don't. I don't Diego even Maradona. know where to go after that, Diego Maradona. Right. I like. I, I like what you said. 1984. I, I. That's fine. I think that's a fine guess. Diego Maradona. And and we're looking for against two. Well, yeah, with Italy, right, is what we said. Okay, so I I would assume that would I, I would assume that would be Italy, but I th- that's a little bit Maradona, and then oh you would have Maradona, you would have Brazil, then you would have Italy. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Okay, all right. I, I I don't. Let's check in with Diego Maradona. I guess we're gonna say Brazil against Italy in 1984, and the name of his other goal was. Um, Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well played. <laughs> well played. Well played. All right. Checked in with that string of five. Let's uh, go back to who's Dax Hickey Dicky. What did you say? Yeah, so Matt started typing out the answers, and he had the same train of thought that Scott did with mm-hmm. the Chastain. And then – Nice, buddy. I put all you you old man pervert. <laughs> that was when he was in the 60s uh, uh, so then I told Matt in a very polite way that I don't think that was the right way to go and so um, so what we slash I checked in with was Diego Maradano Argentina I believe he played England 86 World Cup and I think it was the goal of the decade both teams getting some points on this one. The, uh, the answers were Diego Maradona was playing for Argentina. They defeated England in this game, and England still is uh, salty about it because the, uh, it was very clearly a handball that, uh, that made it into the goal. Um, it was 1986, and the other goal was called the goal of the century. Oh, come on. Hey, well done, guys. Well done. Yeah, JJ. Who knew that? I didn't think you. I didn't think you guys would pull Diego Maradona on that. This yeah. is JJ. We're Randy talking Chastain. about. Yeah, truth. It is JJ. <laughs> I did forget. It is JJ. I don't know if I take that as a compliment or an insult. So I thought you were going pure JJ. I thought you were going. I thought you were going pure Brandy Chastain on that. No, and no, then no. like with like Haynes. Oh, he like punched the ball. It was great. Oh, it was a shoulder. Yeah. And then he said he was like, it was a little bit of head and a, a lot of hand of God or something along those lines. Yeah, a little, little bit of my head and, and a little hand of God. <laughs> Question number four. A kick return that decided an AFC playoff game has since become known as the Music City Miracle. I need to know, A, who scored on this play? B, which team was the victim of this play? C, who threw the pass to the player who scored? D, which player originally fielded the kick? And E, in which year did this game take place? All right, well, I want to check in with those ones. Yeah, I'm just writing them so we have uh, easier access to it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, who's Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in? Ernie Elsinore, eh? Go ahead and talk it out. Jersey. Hey, Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one up to you. I don't even know if we're on the right track here. Well, if it's up to me, then you guys are gonna get some fun answers. Do you um, not remember this play, Scott? I don't even know if we're on the right track. I don't know if I was born yet, Dan, so like I, I obviously I'm aware that the Music City Miracle exists and it's a thing, but I haven't I didn't read a library book on it like I did the shot heard around the world. Let's put it like that. Okay. Oilers Bills, I believe, is the game. I think the Bills were the victims. 89 sounds about right. 88-89. Who filtered the kick? I could not tell you. That's You're asking me to name a kick returner in the 80s. I didn't even know they did kickoffs then. <laughs> the pass. I feel like Warren Moon might have been on the Oilers at the time. So maybe he was involved in this play somehow. You said Frank Reich, and that sounds familiar not just because he's a coach now but i do know that he was involved with that organization so i guess just to spare us any any more wasted time here um we'll say the player that scored was frank reich it was against the bills warren moon threw the pass bobby boucher fielded the kick (laughs) well played sir well we will say that it was in 1989 all right. Um, who's Dax Hickey Dicky? What did you say? Who scored was is it Kevin Dyson? Right, Josh Johnson. I so. Yeah, I think that just Dyson. Dyson. Uh, it was against the Bills. Frank Wycheck was the tight end that threw the pass over to Dyson. This one we're not sure on. Um, we think the person who fielded the the ball was Lorenzo Neal. And it happened in 2000. Both teams are getting some points on this one. That is the, uh, that's the good news. Um, this was a all one play. It was all one play. It was a, it was a last minute kickoff return. That was, let's just go back the way this worked here. It was the predecessor, not the predecessor. It was the team that once was the Houston Oilers. It I was thought, the Tennessee Titans in place in the eighties wow. in Music City, so Tennessee in um, Nashville. And uh, the kick was fielded by Lorenzo Neal, yes, who lateraled it to Frank Wycheck, who threw the ball across the field to Kevin Dyson, Somebody who ran it back pass. for a touchdown against the Buffalo Bills, and it was the year that the Titans went to the Super Bowl against the Rams, which would have been the 99-2000 season, and it happened in 2000. So, Scott, we had the wrong year. Yeah. I thought you were definitely alive then, man. Yeah, I was. I would have gotten some of these if I knew it was 2000. I probably would have been able to get at least Kevin Dyson, Frank Wycheck, the, the the game you're thinking of though was a was oh man I was watching that game when it happened uh, I was that cheering cra- for that game was crazy I was cheering for the Oilers and uh, it yes. didn't turn out <laughs> Are we talking about the Waterboy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott, this one's just for you. A game that Michael Jordan played while suffering from food poisoning has since become known as the flu game. I'd like to know in which year this game took place, against which team did Jordan have this game, 
how many points did Jordan score this night? Over whose outstretched arms did Jordan sink his final shot of the night? And which opposing player had asked Jordan if his name was Michael or Michelle prior to the game? We can check in. Okay. Ernie Elsnor A has checked in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky? Talk it out. Pretty sure it was uh, 1998 against the Utah Jazz. Are you sure it was 98? 95, yeah. 96. So, so 94. 94 and 95 was when Houston won, right? Yeah. It was yeah. 90, 90, 91, 92, 93, the Bulls won. 94, because I was in basic training. 94, 95, Houston won. So 96, 97, 98 was when the Bulls won again. So it would have been the 95-96 season, 96-97, it was a, It was the, at the end of his career, the last at the end of the run, the last one that they won. Okay. Because I was thinking 97, so that was my – but you could definitely be right. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought it was 98. Okay. But we anyway, can let's, let's, we can yeah, get back yeah. to that one. Yeah, yeah. Noah's the Utah Jazz. I have no idea how many points he scored, but I remember some other question yeah. either on this podcast or maybe it on was. Triviality about yeah. this, and I remember it being like 38 or 39 points. It was on yeah. this podcast. It was on this podcast, yeah. And Eric just pulled it out with his uh, identity memory. And what was it? Was it 38? It was, yeah, because I think – they wanted five percent, or they wanted within five points. I think it was a really good question. Whoever asked it, like, really well thought out. Good question. Probably Maybe top was that guy, five. Scott Grimes. Did question. you write that question? I did. <laughs> well, then he obviously knows it. Yeah, I want to say you it was. Think I would? Yeah, based on that. Yeah, we can. Thirty-eight sounds right because it was right below forty. Like they didn't. Yeah, pretty sure they said forty and got it. So the person he shot the did the shot over, I have no idea who that is. I threw out John Stockton there just because. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I have no idea who asked him if his name was Michelle, though. So you want to go with uh, 1998 Utah Jazz, John Stockton, 38, and. Did you say like a reporter or something? Or just somebody on the other team? What Which was opposing it? player. Opposing yeah. player. So our foreign player that probably played for Utah. Or somebody who was a super goofball. Ostertag? Was he on that team? Sure. Great <laughs> Ostertag. Want to check in with that? Yeah, sounds good. So are we going to go in 97 or 98? If you're confident in 98, you barely have more thunder than I do. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and check in, Dan, with uh, 1998, the Utah Jazz over John Stockton. Scored 38 points. And we think it was uh, Greg Ostertag. All right. We Ernie. knew it was Greg Ostertag. All the time. I mean, who doesn't know that? <laughs> Ernie Elsinore, eh? what did you say? Uh, the year's 1998. The player's Byron, uh, Brian, Brian Russell. The points scored is 37. The player is... Rigoster tag, I think. 
Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you the five questions. Give me the answer to each one as I ask them. Okay. Oh, did I miss one? Well, I, 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 okay. Yes. Okay. You're you're naming two different players. So I need to know which one you're answering, which one for. Okay. Okay. 10, four. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. So you're saying the year took place was 98. Okay. 98. I said 98. That Okay. Okay. You said, which team did, was it against? The Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. How many points did Jordan score? 37. 37. Um, who did he shoot the ball over? Brian Russell. By Brian Russell. And yes. who was the one that asked him if his name was Michael or Michelle? Ostertag. Okay. So, Ostertag. Let's, uh, let's work this out. The game actually took place in the it's, 1997. It's I knew that. Yep. 1997. I knew that. Um, it was against the Jazz. Jordan scored 38 points that night. Oh, man. He uh, <laughs> shot that ball over John Stockton. <laughs> and the opposing player that asked him if his name was Michael or Michelle, he did it in response to Jordan saying, I don't know, was that Byron or Brian? Yep. It was Brian Russell. After the third quarter, we have a score of Ernie Elsinore has 300, and who's Dax Hickey Dicky has 430. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. And the categories for today are as follows. Question one, donkey. Question two, elephant. Question three, vote. Question four, Biden. Question five, Trump. As you may have guessed, it is election day as we are recording this. And uh, we are doing an all-election, put your fours up. So question one, donkey is going to be about modern baseball. Question two, elephant is going to be about old baseball, Matt-era baseball. Question three, vote is going to be about hockey. Question four, Biden is going to be about both college and NFL football. And question five, Trump is going to be about highly rated athletes. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in Donkey. This former outfielder and first baseman, who was nicknamed Big Donkey, holds the American League record for the most strikeouts in a season with 222. We're going to check that in. All right. Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. Hickey Dicky, talk it out. We're going to check in with Adam Dunn for 43 points. And Ernie Elsinore A, what did you say? We wagered 60 points and also answered Adam Dunn. All right. Well, points all around. The correct answer is Adam Dunn. Question number two in Elephant. The mascot of the athletics team has long been the elephant, which dates back to 1905, when which legendary manager insisted on using it after John McGraw had referred to the team as a white elephant? We're um, checked in. Ernie Elsinore, A, has checked in. So, Hickey Dicky, talk it out. Yeah, it was the, so McGraw was the manager of the Phillies. 
And uh, when the A's were in Philadelphia for the first, you know, significant part, Connie Mack was the manager. Um, that's the only like legendary coach I can think of of that era of the A's. The other one that might have been around that time that I mean Earl Mack was a manager of the A's at some time, I think like in the but that was in the fifties, I think. Connie Mack is the only one I can think of. You wanna go with that? Or do you know do you have any, know any better? No, man, I, I trust you. You were uh, uh what prepubescent years and in- <laughs> Early 1900s. I mean, Mac and I went to elementary school together. It was great. <laughs> so I you babysat him. Uh, probably outdating you a little bit there. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and check in with Connie Mac for 43 points. Checking in with Connie Mac for 43. Ernie Elsinore A. What did you say? I uh, had the same exact thought process that Matt had. Uh, we checked in for 60 points with Connie Mac. All right. Well, both teams again getting their points. The correct answer is Connie Mack. On to question number three. In 2016, which Coyotes enforcer won the fan vote to be included in the NHL All-Star Game? Although the idea to vote for him was a joke in protest of the NHL changing the game's format to a three-on-three tournament, he ended up scoring two goals and was named the All-Star Game MVP. We can check in. Who's Dax Hickey Dicky has checked in? Ernie Elsinore, eh? You can talk it out. I, I, I know I've been on a hot streak with hockey lately, but uh, looks like that's going to come to an end here. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea, brother. I have no clue. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know any Coyotes. You know Wiley? <laughs> I, yeah, that's that dude, though. That's Marcellus. We'll check in. All right, what are you what um what are you checking in with, and for how many points? I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, my part, I left my partner up to the uh, 60. I believe he said 60 for all of them. But we are checking in with Wy- uh, Wiley Coyotes Nixon. Checking in with Wiley Coyotes Nixon, which is my new favorite pre- and post-game ever. Um, Hickey Dicky, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, for one point... Thank you. I think it was might have been thirty for thirty or some sort of podcast that I heard this whole story about about uh, uh, John Scott. One team getting their one point. The correct answer is John Scott. It's a fake fairy tale name. He was um he was a big goon that uh, these guys on a podcast decided to to start a write in. Uh, campaign for this guy to get him into the all-star game because they thought it would be funny to get him in because he was just he was a seriously he's a big big defenseman that all he was in there for was to fight and um it took off and he was um voted as the the vote-in player and um the nhl tried to not let him into the game they uh they did everything they could to stop him from being in the game um, they even traded team, him. Yeah, yeah. His team sent him the All Star game. Yeah, his team sent him or, down yeah, to the minors. Down, that's right. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't be able to play, and there was such an outcry that they let him in, and then he scored two goals in the game and became the MVP. <laughs> All right. Question number four in Biden. Joe Biden is famously a former Delaware Blue Hen, a distinction that he shares with which former quarterback who was selected to four straight Pro, pro Bowls. In the last 25 years. Yeah, we're checking. All right. Ernie Elsinore A has checked in. What do you got, Matt? I knew this, but I can't think of his name. So um, I hope my buddy Andy Chilson could get on the podcast here soon. 
because him and I love having this debate about mediocre quarterbacks and where they fit. You know, we've had these conversations for years and years and years. And I'm pretty sure that even though I say that he's a very mediocre and he says he's a horrible quarterback and he's been proven right, I'm pretty sure this is Joe Flacco. He's elite. <laughs> We're checking in with Joe Flacco for 43 points. All right. And Ernie Elson or A, what did you say and for how many points? Yeah, um, 60 points for us. And we also answered with New York Jets quarterback Joe Flacco. All right. And both teams have checked in with Joe Flacco. Neither team is getting points on this one Ooh. because Joe Flacco has famously never been to the Pro Bowl. The huh. Delaware no. Blue Hen that did this four years in a row in the last 25 years is a much better quarterback than Joe Flacco ever was, Rich Gannon. Gannon. Oh, yeah. Question number five in Trump. Judd Trump is currently the highest rated person in the world in which sport? All right, we'll go ahead and check in. Okay, Ernie Elsinore eh, has checked in. Hickey Dicky, talk it out. I said snooker just to, for uh, whistles and giggles but I think it is Snooker. Okay. You want to check that in for 43 points? Checking in Snooker for 43 points. And Ernie Elson or A, what did you say? So we uh, kind of took a different approach at it. Um, I didn't think Dan would ask another Snooker question, <laughs> but maybe he did. Have you met Dan? Of course he's going to ask another Snooker question. Um, but that's not what we went with. We checked in with chess for 60 points. Chess for okay. 60 points. And I never said what the answer to this question was. But yes, it is Snooker. He is the top-rated Snooker player in the world. Anyone know who number two is? Dan Daniel Lundberg. Lundberg. <laughs> yeah, Dan <laughs> Lundberg. No, number two is Ronnie O'Sullivan. That's a name you really should know because I guarantee you that name will come up again. I'm going to have to try to remember J.T. O'Sullivan former mm. Saints quarterback, get me to Ronnie O'Sullivan. JT, better than Joe Flacco. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken Anderson's better Ken than Anderson's both. Ken Anderson's better than <laughs> Get a new joke, dang it. Not a joke. <laughs> well, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With 240 points, we have Ernie Elsinore, A, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Anthony Wright Award. Oh. <laughs> With 517 points are Who's Dax Hickey Dicky. Woohoo! Yay! Congratulations, guys. Um, I just want to thank Brandon for coming on today. Brandon, anything you want to say before we call it a night tonight? Hey, you guys are running an awesome cast. Thanks for having me. Um, if you'd have me back, I'd love to be back. And uh, can't wait to listen to the next one. Go Cardinals! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go Cardinals indeed. We'll have to wait a little while before that happens. Um, Scott, how about you tonight? I uh, just want to thank Brandon for coming on, uh, you know, for being a fan of the podcast, for being a teammate with me here. Uh, much appreciated. I think we had a lot of fun, you know, all things aside, regardless of the outcome here. Um, Dan, great game. Well written. Uh, definitely not, um, not worth all the dread that I had going into it. Uh, definitely had a lot of fun with it. Matt, JJ, always worthy opponents. And yeah, I had a good time. All right, Matt and JJ, congratulations tonight. Anything you want to say before Ooh. we're done? Blatant solicitation. Here we go. 
Benchwormer listeners, if you don't care about winning, if you just want to be entertained, if you think that losing is fun, hit me up. Let's team up together. I'm really, really bad at this, and I don't care. I have fun anyway. Hit me up. Scott needs a break. He needs to, he needs a break from having to <laughs> carry as many of the guests as he can. He's his back hurts. He's a worn, beaten down man. Old he needs man a break. Hit me up, folks. Let's go. Everything you guys are doing is awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's wonderful, and it gives us grown ass men who love the <laughs> Minnesota Twins or the St. Louis Cardinals or. Whatever Harmon Killaroo bomb back loves. Hey, it, it, it's 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 an hour escape of a day, and it's freaking wonderful. And and I love everything you guys do, and it's awesome. Thanks, bud. Appreciate that. All right, JJ. Anything for you? I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan has a great game, man. Um, I always make jokes about your game, but no, they're always real good fun. Pretty. Uh, nothing like crazy, no crazy sports or anything other than stupid snooker, but I'll give you one pass on on one question. Um, that you got right. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah you got that right. <laughs> there was a maximum of 1,180 points in tonight's game, and I'm pretty sure I, I pulled my weight and got us at least 80. So I'm happy I could help you out there, Jason. No, we, yeah, we make a good team, Matt. Uh, yeah, great game, Dan. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Oh, it's a po- Okay, my bad, my bad. I got whistled. <laughs> that won't make it in, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I suppose like it might. Though. It can. Matt's the one that's... Uh... This is Matt's quarter to uh, to edit. <laughs> so who knows what? He'll probably put music behind you. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs>